Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Good morning, you guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical Fitness Lover, Caitlin Nolan. You know it's going to be a good episode when I literally cannot wait to get into the actual topic of the episode. Today we're going to talk about individuality. I want to focus on lifestyle, style, your voice, your passions in life and I also want to talk about something that's called the seven second rule and why it's changed my life. So we'll get into all of that today but before we get into it we have to talk about my not your typical obsessions, dislike, and word of the week. My obsession this week is extremely untypical to my life. Hunter and I are going on a vacation this summer and it's an eight hour flight. That's the reason why I'm like this is so untypical to my life because Even when we do travel, it's usually a quick staycation or it'll be back home to Arizona. And that's just a comfort thing for me. And I have learned just not to feel bad about that. I'm just not a travel person. I haven't experienced much travel, so I just don't really know. And a lot of my anxiety or fears in life have to do with unknown factors. So if I don't know, I'm always like, "Mm, let's stay in my safety zone, which I obviously know that it's harder to grow as a person if you are staying in that safety zone and I do feel like I've gone out of my safety zone in a lot of other factors in life like taking risks in career, meeting new people, moving to a different state. Like I've definitely done things very slowly but surely and I feel like now I'm at a place where I feel very comfortable and very sure of myself, what I like, what I don't like and anyway all that to say I do want to try and adventure more and go on some larger trips. And that's another thing for me is the amount of time that I'm away. That's what also freaks me out. Like if I go on a trip that's super far and we're there for four or five days, that to me is a lot scarier than saying, oh, we're just going to go on a weekend trip two hours away from our house and we can come home if we need to, you know? Anyway, long story short, we booked a trip to Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii. I'm so excited. I actually have family in Hawaii. We're not going to see them because we're going to be in a different island, but I am just going with Hunter and I just can't wait because we haven't gone on a trip by ourselves in a long time and I think it'll be really nice and romantic and very adventurous because there's so many hiking opportunities in Hawaii, so many amazing food trucks, and I've just been watching a bunch of Hawaii vlogs to get in the excitement for it. So that was definitely my obsession this week. We booked that and I just can't wait to bring you guys along with me on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I've also been kind of back in my TikTok era. I feel like I fell off a little bit just because I have 
honestly transitioned a lot of my content from when I first started, which is fine. And I totally understand when other people take breaks because I feel like as somebody that does create content, you know that you just can't be pushing out content 24 seven and constantly just keep showing up as the same person forever because we're obviously growing. And if you look at your own life, if you think back to 2020, for example, that's when I started social media. If you think about all the things that have changed in your life, I'm sure there's so many different things and there's so many aspects of your life that have changed and you as a person and ways that you've grown and things that's knocked you down, etc. Same thing obviously has happened to me and I feel like there's been seasons in my life where I'm more active online and seasons in my life where I feel like I want to hold back a little bit and I feel like right now I'm just kind of in the mode of I want to share more. I also feel really good and I've touched on this in the past couple episodes and on my YouTube, but I just have a really, really strong sense of self right now and I just feel like even just turning 24, I feel like I'm in a more mature season of my life and I'm just ready to share all of that with you guys and a lot of what I feel online, what works for me is just sharing my day-to-day life and teach lessons through that rather than Maybe at the beginning, I would do a lot of like tip TikToks with little dances and they're fun. And I feel like that's just not even the content that I'm seeing anymore. So I don't know. There was definitely a period where I wasn't really sure what to share and maybe even thinking too hard about what do people want to see. And now I'm just like, I want to share what I want to share. And obviously the people that love it will find it. So I'm in a good place with that right now, which is good because social media can become extremely negative. And I'm just like, sometimes I feel like I can never win. But other than that, I have had such an amazing couple of weeks and a really great July. Happy August 2nd by the time you guys are listening to this episode. It's a new month, so we can try and push ourselves on a good track for this month. And obviously, little hiccups might come along the way, but we're fine. <laughs> Let's jump into the not your typical dislike this week, which I've definitely mentioned that my periods are pretty severe, I would say, in terms of other people I've been surrounded by. Like, obviously, some people have really, really bad periods where their cramps won't even let them get out of bed or they're super nauseous, have headaches, back pain. I am somewhere in the middle where I definitely feel all of my symptoms and I'm definitely a first week before my period type of girl. That is one of the worst weeks for me because I feel so much more emotional. I feel really fatigued and it's honestly like every single month it's clockwork and it's usually the worst week of the month for me. So I guess you could say I've kind of learned how to lean into that week and honestly just prepare for it. So that was this week for me, which is why it's my not your typical dislike. But I also wanted to share a few things that I do the week before my period that do just kind of prevent me from falling into that rut feeling or just feeling super lethargic. Some things that I focused on this week was fueling my body. I'm always so much hungrier the week before my period and specifically I crave a lot of carbs during that week and also the week of my period and you guys know me. I fully listen to my body and I think it's really important not to ignore what your body's telling you whether that's being extremely sore from a workout and your muscles not wanting to be worked out again or really needing a stretch needing a walk needing a rest day all these things that fall under that category of listening to your body for me i also am obviously listening to my hunger cues and that was just one of the things that i 
definitely focus on this week and then slow movement slow movement is for me usually walking pilates stretching honestly just resting and walking around my house cleaning not really doing intentional actual movement like going and doing an activity sometimes it's actually swimming even though sometimes when we swim in the ocean it's not slow and peaceful but even just like floating around in the water and stuff just anything that can get my body moving but that's not super high intensity is usually what I focus on the week before my period because it gives your body time to rest especially before you start your menstrual cycle and this is very similar I feel like I'm not 100% an expert on cycle syncing I touched on this in one of my last episodes that it's just something I haven't done extensive research in just because I feel like it's a lot and sometimes when it's something is just like so much energy I have to pick and choose my battles and I feel like this is one of those things where I definitely want to learn more about my cycles but right now I'm just kind of focused on the week before my period and the week during because that's when I feel it the worst but for me I just definitely can't I've gone to spin the week before my period on my period and I always notice a huge difference so I just feel like all these things I'm trying to say is that I fight or I don't fight against my body. I try and work with my body so that I don't get to that feeling of, oh, why do I feel like this? Or why did I have a shitty spin class? And I don't even feel those things anymore because I live my life this way and being more in tune with my body. But there's definitely been times in the past where I felt those things because I wasn't leaning into what my body actually needed. Another thing I actually try and focus on, which is going to be surprising, is reducing caffeine before my period. I'm already so anxious during this week that caffeine just does not help that. And I don't like that feeling of heart palpitations. And I usually don't get that with caffeine, like especially on a normal week. But the thought that I know a lot of people do or the possibility of that happening freaks me out so I try to avoid anything that could worsen anxiety or could worsen the week and I'm not saying I don't drink caffeine at all but like I'll have one in the morning and then that's it and sometimes I will have like a matcha midday but definitely not that second cup of coffee or like double matcha or whatever it is and then the last thing I also do that week is have ginger tea at night which you can also have it anytime throughout the day obviously but I really like tea at night because it sets up my night and it makes me more relaxed before bed and it really really helps my stomach at night any type of tea I notice actually does help my stomach either peppermint tea turmeric tea ginger tea might just be that warmth or honestly placebo effect but specifically ginger tea works the best for me and I also love the taste of it so those are just some things that I focused on this week little life update but let's get into the actual topic of the episode which is individuality and I wanted to start off with a quote that I just love and it's the most simple quote but I always find myself repeating it to myself because especially with the job that I do I have to remember this and also I'm a people pleaser and I find myself a lot of the time doing things for other people before I do it for myself and the quote is you're not for everyone. It's that simple and the point of it is that everybody is so different and everybody has different opinions and different things that they are drawn to and I think it's nice to remember that everybody cannot be for everybody and that's the case for every single person. Your favorite person in the world, someone that you love 
everything they do, everything they say, everything they wear, how you feel around them, how funny they are, all the things that you love about them. Somebody in this world is not going to feel that same way about them. And that's totally fine. That doesn't take away from how much you love them. And it doesn't take away from them being such an amazing person. It's just that they are not going to be for everybody. And that helps me because when I remind myself that when there is somebody that maybe I'm in a disagreement with or I get a hate comment or I'm feeling like crap about myself because maybe this person did this differently than me. I just always go back to this feeling of we're all meant to be different and we're all on this earth for a different reason. So it's fine when we are different. It's actually a great thing. And I have been really stepping into a season of my life where I'm trying to be more intentionally happy with being an individual human and not always just following the trends and not always just feeling like it has to be one way or the other. I'm particularly bad about this because I feel like when you do show so much of your life online, it's really open to opinions. And I feel like the word that keeps popping in my head is chuggy. I feel like ever since that word became a thing, it made people more scared to be themselves because it's like, oh, I don't want to come off as this or I don't want to come off as basic or chuggy. And I am so like guilty of saying this word towards myself and being like, I don't want to come off this way or this way when it's like come off to who that way. It doesn't matter. There's always going to be somebody that thinks you are X, Y, Z and it shouldn't matter. And I think the more we remind ourselves that, we're genuinely loving what we're doing and wearing and saying and spending our days doing, then I feel like the outside noise of, oh, I don't like that kind of goes away. And I also wanted to just give some tips in this episode of how I've found my individuality through my style, through my routines and all everything that I do and everything that makes me me being more in tune with myself. I have seven different little tips. So the first tip is that I follow the seven second rule. And I really think that this is something that's changed my life. I talked about this in an episode a while ago where I was talking about how I find my sense of style in my home. And one of the things that I said, which we'll circle back to this rule is when you're out home decor shopping, the way that you can kind of make your home become more homey is if you find things when you're out that you instantly are drawn to. If you look at something and you're like, oh, I love that, just get it because you'll have that same feeling when you see it in your house. And this relates to the seven second rule because the seven second rule is a term that is technically mostly used in the stylist industry where say you're at a clothing store and you try something on, those first seven seconds that you're looking in the mirror, the first time you see it on your body, you know within those first seven seconds if you love it or if you hate it. Then the longer you consider it, if maybe someone turns around the corner and says, oh, that's so cute on you. Oh my gosh, that makes you look so cute. I love that color on you. I love that style on you. Or even if you're just sitting there and you're contemplating back and forth well oh I kind of like this color like I don't usually wear this but maybe I should go out of my comfort zone all these things all the outside noise obviously there's going to be so many different cases where it's not that big of a deal like if you're like oh I do want to try a different outfit but that's just a really simple example of how I feel like I relate this to a lot in my life not only just my home but also my style and even going into like 
your routine at your house. For example, I feel like for a while I really was loving having a nighttime routine and I felt super cozy, like just making it a whole thing at night. And now I feel like for some reason, the part of my life that I'm in, maybe because I have a lot of TV shows, I just really like to eat dinner, sit on the couch, have dessert and watch TV until I fall asleep. And to me, that's really relaxing because it's almost like turning my brain off and I get to hang out with Hunter. And I just think it works well for me in this season of life. And I just want to go off of like that initial reaction. What do I want to do right now? And that doesn't mean that every single night's going to look the exact same. I just think that initial thought of what do I want to do? What do I gravitate towards style-wise? What colors speak to me home-wise? Do neutrals make me feel happy? Does a colorful pattern space make me happy? And I think just leaning into that more will help you feel more and more happy just with your surroundings. And even if you could go as far as like the people you want to be with, like when you go to text somebody, who's that first person you're like, oh, I kind of want to go get coffee with them or even workout wise, what workout do I feel like doing today? Sometimes I find because I am an overthinker when I don't overthink things, they just flow a lot better and it just makes life less stressful to be honest the second one is to drop the idea that you can only have one you can only have one style you can only have one home vibe you can only have one routine you can only have one vibe on social media whatever the case is for you you can constantly be changing because it's very untypical to just have this straight linear perspective of life like you will constantly be changing your opinions you're going to be meeting new people have new influences and it's so much fun I find to always be changing up how I maybe dress or how I style my home I think it's really a way to be creative and I love leaning into that when I feel like oh I really like this trend or oh I really want to add like more antiques into my home Maybe in two weeks, I will literally decide that I hate antiques and I'm fine with that. I think that as long as you are okay with adapting to your situation, then it doesn't really matter. It's not that deep, especially when it comes to things like home style and your style on your body, like the actual clothes that you're wearing. I also think that the more you learn, the more your style adjusts. Like I know there's no rules in fashion and honestly wear whatever you want but for me like when I do learn something like oh these two colors look really good with brunette hair I feel like that kind of skews my opinion and I think it's fine to continue on with that opinion you know like to change your mind or I think it's also human nature to be influenced like I can't tell you how many times I will watch a YouTube video and then the second I finish watching it I'm like I want to go make the dinner that they made or Oh, that looked really fun. I want to go try Pilates class tomorrow too. Even fashion wise, like I'll buy something that they showed in the video or home wise. And I think that's just human nature. That doesn't mean you don't have an individual style. And in the past, I definitely felt bad about myself sometimes where I was like, oh, I'm always being influenced or I'm always changing this or that. And I think that's just honestly life. And it's fun. I think it just helps inspire you and as long as you're just going with what you love even if someone else is showing you it on a video and they're like hey this is a top that I really love if in those first seven seconds you love it that's your style it doesn't matter how you found it it just matters how you feel when you see something and I'm trying to remind myself that um, another thing I said is 
a challenge and it's to go against the grain more. And the reason I said this is because I feel like it's typical to not really want to maybe go against what everyone else thinks. And I've found in my life the times where I was sitting somewhere thinking, oh, I honestly feel the opposite. Anytime that I actually stood up and said it or in terms of like fashion, if I just went along with what I wanted, like when everyone said, oh, skinny jeans are out. Like if you still like skinny jeans, wear skinny jeans. And I promise it actually feels so much better when you do something that you genuinely love to do, even if it is going against the grain and you don't really realize it until you've done it. So I definitely challenge you guys to just do that more if it feels right to you in the moment. Don't just go against the grain for fun. Well, I guess you could do that too. Number five is get rid of it. I swear that clutter for me just drains my creativity and there's a few ways that I think of clutter. Like one, clutter at my house. I hate when I have like a bunch of leftover packaging or empties. Like if I get through makeup, I feel like I never want to throw makeup away. Like I will literally use my makeup palettes until they're nothing left in them. Like literally the edges are scraped out. And then same with like moisturizer and stuff I feel like I never throw it away because I'm like no there's definitely some in there but like nothing is squeezing out of the bottle I hold on to things like that I think just because like when you spend your money on something you're like wait I don't want it to be gone and even like leftovers at a restaurant like I always take my leftovers and we'll have them in the fridge and I know I'm not going to eat them but like I still keep them in the fridge and I just feel like decluttering does clear my mind and even though it's not like the first instinct for me to do I just recently took all the clutter out of a drawer that I had. I had like a bunch of my supplements in there. I had my water drop, electrolytes from Element. I had my vitamin C packets and just so many things and like literally 50 packets of tea. And I just wanted to be able to open that drawer and like it not get stuck because I feel like every single time I went to open that drawer, it would get stuck and I would just get like frustrated. And I was opening that drawer every single day. So I was like, I should declutter this, throw away the things I know that I'm literally not going to use or have expired. And I got $12 little containers and I went through and I put every single thing in the spot that it needed to be in. And I can't tell you the happiness that I feel when I open that drawer. Not only does like aesthetically it make me feel good, but also I just don't have that anger of like, ugh, like I can't find what I'm looking for. This won't open. And that's just a way that I feel like I've decluttered and even we just bought a bookshelf so I could put my shoes up because they were like literally all over the house or I would throw them in a basket all together and they would get dirty and it just was like frustrating to me every single time I would like go grab it and I just am trying to be a little bit more organized I also just organize a little console part of my car and it just makes me feel good so do whatever makes you feel good but I do feel like decluttering is very beneficial and also in your closet I would say I go through my closet at least like three or four times a year and I just get rid of the things and one, take to Goodwill or two, sell on Poshmark things that don't fit me anymore or I just don't like, but specifically don't fit me anymore because I feel like there's no point for me to hold on to things that I probably will never fit in again, but also like that I don't fit in right now. Like I don't care if I will fit into it again eventually because my body fluctuates like a woman's does but I just feel like every piece is something that I could wear it's like kind of like the capsule wardrobe feeling and 
yeah, I just think it's good to kind of refresh your closet, maybe your house, a junk drawer, your car every now and again. And it doesn't need to be excessive. There's so many people on TikTok where I feel like they are organizing every single thing and it stays organized every single day. And that's so great for them. Like seriously, not saying it's a bad thing at all. But like for me, somebody that looks at that, like I'm such a naturally like messy person. I get home from the gym and I just like throw my gym bag and I throw my outfit when I take a shower. I just throw it on the floor and then I put my shoes somewhere and my socks and everything is just everywhere by the end of the day. And I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, Ugh, why am I this like messy person? And then I have to clean it every day. And I do stay on top of that. I'm very proud of myself. If you would have asked me five years, I would have said, absolutely not. Am I cleaning every day? There's no way. But I do pick up the house at least once in the morning and once at night. And it stays very tidy now in my life. But naturally, I do like just throw things like even in that wellness drawer. Like I found myself throwing in this like packet of matcha that I just got. And I was like, what like let's organize it like the rest of the stuff so it doesn't get back to how it was before but yeah I just think it's like put an effort into it but it doesn't need to be perfect you know that's how I feel about many things obviously the last one I said is for more like fashion and maybe home too actually this could also go in routine and literally everything in your life but lean into the seasons and what's around you so two parts to this the first one is the seasons I feel like even like home, I always love to be more festive. And if it's fall time, I love to get candles and I love to create a vibe in my house and make it cozy. And then also like with my style, I feel like sometimes I forget to check the weather and I forget to be practical. And I don't know, I just feel like that's like a really easy way to get started is like, okay, well, if I'm building an outfit today, what's the weather like? At least you can just get the ball rolling. And I really do feel like once an object's in motion, it stays in motion. And the first step, if it's just simplified that much of what is the weather, I think that it's really helpful for building an outfit and same thing with home. So that's the first part to the tip. And then the second part is to focus on what's around you. I think it's so easy before a trip or before your birthday to feel like you have to go get something or it has to be the cutest outfit ever. And I'm obviously working on this. I feel like social media has not made this easy of feeling like we all have to have the cutest outfit at all times. But I really just feel like, yes, obviously part of my job is to share new finds. And I think that's really fun because if someone is buying their birthday outfit and they want inspo, I love the idea that they could get that from my page but I'm still really trying to work on the fact that like the most important thing for me is that I'm just comfortable in it and I'm not going to wear something just because I think that it's like really extra and cute I feel like just being intentional with what I buy and making sure that also it can be worn multiple ways because I do feel like when you go to get dressed or you're going on a trip and you want to style yourself in a way that makes you feel really good like just building off of what's in front of you and not feeling like you always have to be consuming more or sticking with the trends because honestly I feel like trends are I say this but like I am not a stylist but like I feel like they're almost on the way out in a sense where like it's even better if you can just stick to your true individual self so anyway that's where I'm at and those are all ways that I've become a little bit more in tune with myself and tried to fill, find my personal style with my home and 
my actual style but i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode i also am starting well i'm not gonna i guess yeah i'm starting it because it was my idea but some of my girls who live in this area like right next to me we want to start a book club so hasn't started yet hopefully it will come to fruition the idea is out there and i really think it would be such a fun way to hang out and not like go on our phones and stuff like that so let you guys know in the future if we end up doing that and if we do do it i think it would be fun if i shared with you guys like the books we were reading and kind of like give a roundup at the end of my episode like once a month if we all hang out and like talk about the book like what we all were saying and stuff because then that way you guys could also read the book and I think it would be fun. So anyway, those are my updates. I love you guys. I hope you guys have the best week and I will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.